Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Business Engineer Podcast. I am super, super excited to be here, especially because, you guys know, I took a little break. I had to, I had to have my little personal time really reset mentally due to um, the loss of a miscarriage. So here we are. We are back in tune, back in business. And it is only right that I start my vacation, uh, you know, coming back off of my um, personal vacation with a life coach on the podcast today. I am super, super excited to introduce you guys to one of my really great friends. Like, I love this young lady. She is a master social worker. She is a life coach. She is out here helping people get their lives all the way together, okay? I want to introduce you guys to Miss Mickey Mosley. She is also the owner of Bella Lifestyle Life Coaching. It's actually a whole brand. So it's a lot of things under Bella Lifestyle. But I'm going to let Mickey introduce herself a little bit more on that. Thank you so much, Mandy. I absolutely love that intro. Like I got a lot to live up to now. (laughs) But thank you so much. Um, As you mentioned, my name is Mickey. Um, People know me as Bella Mickey, and I use the name uh, Bella because Bella means beautiful and life is beautiful. So I want people to see the beautiful in life, even when it's going bad. But I am a master social worker. Um, I have worked in the mental health field for about six years. Um, I just started my coaching business last year. So it's new, but I love, love, love what I do. And um, Bella Lifestyle brand, there's a lot that falls underneath that umbrella as far as nonprofit work, um, volunteer work, coaching. Um, I am working on becoming licensed so soon, very soon. Fingers crossed by the end of the year that your girl passes that uh, that test and she becomes LMSW. Thank you. Woo-woo. And um, just about mind and body too. Um, I post my workout videos and my struggles with my weight and my health sometimes and the mindset that goes along with it. So Bella Lifestyle brand encompasses everything um, health and wellness. Great. That's amazing. I love that. And I love that people can actually see, you know, growth even for yourself. Because a lot of times, when we see, you know, just kind of going into social media, we see a lot of people, oh, I'm a life coach, or, you know, I do this and I do that, but you don't really see their growth, right? Mm-hmm. You see you see their sales, you see their marketing, you see them, oh, you know, here's a tip and here's a trick, but it's like, you know, are you growing too? Mm-hmm. Like, can, can we be on this journey together? And that's something that I love, you know, especially about you, like you post a lot of different you know, things, especially like workouts and stuff like that. Like you, yes. you got me on this, um, the stepping on YouTube, Girl, yes. you know, and I saw, um, one of our close friends, like Jay, she's been doing it too. And like, I didn't, I, I was like, man, I got to go to one of these classes, but you know, to give me some information for YouTube university. I love it. <laughs> I you. love it. And I'm here for it. Um, so I do have a couple questions. Cause y'all know that's, that's how we do at the business engineer. Um, and so the first question I want to ask you is what really prompted you to begin your life coaching business? So what prompted me is 
ever since I can remember, I've always wanted to be a doctor in some capacity. Ever since a little girl, I was like, I want to be a doctor. And then I got older and I would see TV shows and I'd see things in real life. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to be that type of doctor. <laughs> it was too much, too much blood. Good right. But I knew the, the whole basis of it was I wanted to help people. I wanted to heal people in some mm-hmm capacity so of course I'm not a doctor yet I'm like I said I'm still working on being licensed but I realized the type of there are so many people out here hurting and they need um spiritual and mental healing Mm -hmm. and you know when you have a broken bone you go to a doctor you go to the emergency room when Mm -hmm. you need a teeth pulled you go to the dentist but so many people especially in the black community when they when they're dealing with a heavy mental load they don't think let me call a coach or let me call a therapist and even if they do think of that it's kind of shunned on to even speak to a therapist like oh so you're crazy something's wrong with you yeah so I decided to become a therapist because well not well a ther- I will be a therapist but I've decided to become a life coach because I wanted people to see that your mental health is nothing to be taboo about like mm-hmm. like you said I'm just like you I deal with things I um, go through and have went through major life triggers and major events that I needed to find a way to heal from. And once I learned how to heal from it, I was like, wow, I could really help other people with where I'm at. So that's what prompted me to go to school and just start doing what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like what you said, like, um, you know, especially in our community, you don't see a lot of people um, going to therapy because you know if you go to therapy it's like oh automatically you crazy right mm-hmm. and I I oh I despise that so much um one of the things that I think I really thank my uh my granny for is that she put me in um in therapy extremely early mm-hmm. you know um especially because I was a an adolescent um attempted suicide survivor and so she made sure that that was something that I got into really early so when I did become an adult I saw that as my maintenance right so it's like the same way I would work out the same way I would you know um like nutrition like everything like that like for me it was like that was a part of my maintenance of keeping myself to like going to get my hair done right it was just maintenance. yeah and so I think that that's really a big thing especially when it comes for entrepreneurship you know like being an entrepreneur is heavy right and and I don't think a lot of entrepreneurs um notice that either they, they don't really pick up that um, you're stressed, but your stress is heavier than someone else's because you have to carry the load of everything, especially exactly. being an entrepreneur. Now I got to try to make this business work. Mm-hmm. I got to make sure I got um, money is coming in, right? Because a lot of times as entrepreneurs, that money ain't coming straight away. It ain't exactly. like you go to a job and they count, they count in the clock from the time you, you know, signed your papers. Like, no, as an entrepreneur, it's not easy. <laughs> like when you first start off, it's like, whoo, it's, it's really a heavy load. You and really so, consider um, some stuff in the beginning. Yeah, like, you, yeah you really go through some stuff. And a lot of times people are like, you know, there's, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs, they do, you know, uh, have mental challenges. But I think one of the things that a lot of people don't realize is that sometimes that's temporary. Yeah, right? it's, it's situational. Um, I remember uh, my therapist once said that um, I was going through something. Um, and this was like on top of what I was like already dealing with, but I was younger. And she told me I had um, 
I forgot what it's called, like the correct term for it, but it was pretty much like situational depression, Mm -hmm. right? So it's like I was facing depression, but it was only due to the situation I was in Mm -hmm. and I had to learn how to cope and get out of the situation. So, you know, uh, it was, it was hard because I'm like, you know, people were making me feel like a certain way that it was a forever thing when she was like, girl, this is not going to, this is going to come. I actually made a post about that, um, around Christmas time, because, um, usually when the winter comes around and the holidays and things like that, Mm -hmm. um, there tends to be a spike in it. It's called, uh, that's the word seasonal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Seasonal. Uh, it's called sad. It's the easy way to remember it. Seasonal affective disorder. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, some people are, may have everything going right in their lives and not just Christmas time, but they might just have a certain season. If you look back and you'll be like, every time this year, I'm just depressed. Mm-hmm. I'm sad. That's yeah. normal. That And like mm-hmm. you said, people try to make you be like, oh, it, it's going to be either a forever thing or snap out of it. You'll be all right. No, okay. you got to find ways to cope with it. Telling people to snap out of something or you'll be all right or to even pray it away, which is a whole nother story. You know, you need to find coping mechanisms to get through those seasons. So mm-hmm. you're absolutely right about the the maintenance. If the same way you got your hair done, the same way you get your nails done, make a budget for your mental health. Uh, even sure. the best uh, athletes, LeBron, Russell Wilson, they pay millions for their their physical health, but they also have a budget. It's incorporated for their their mental health as well. Yes. Yes, yes. Um, so with all of the information that's going out, um, like especially with social media, a lot of times people pop up as life coaches and they aren't really qualified, right? Everyone's an expert on social media, but mm-hmm. they, you know, everyone's like, oh, you know, I'm gonna get into this business because I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when, you know, we know that you're qualified, you're more than qualified, right? And mm-hmm. even after your um your test, you're gonna be even extra, extra qualified. Hey, speaking into it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, what um advice, you know, would you actually give to someone when it comes to the education for being a life coach? Okay. So the first piece of advice that I would give is if you want to go the formal route, and let me say this disclaimer, in order to be a coach, there is no uh, institution. There is no certified board solely for coaching. Literally, somebody can wake up tomorrow and say, oh, I'm a coach today. And that's what qualifies them to be a coach. Mm-hmm. Now, would you go to your doctor who's like, I've never been to medical school or someone who claims right. they're a doctor because technically they're not a doctor. Right. But they're just like, oh, I do taxes and have never taken an accounting. Child, don't get started on them taxes. Boy. Exactly. <laughs> but you want somebody who's knowledgeable and passionate about what they do. They're not just giving you off the cuff advice. There's some, they can give you advice mixed with some of their circumstances and some education as well. So Mm -hmm. what I would suggest to those people who want to be a qualified and knowledgeable um, coach is to find a reputable program. Mm -hmm. Like I said, even though that there is no board or institute regulatory board that you know, issues out credits, they have some reputable programs that offer good information, look for reviews, join Facebook groups uh, that have a good following and good reviews. Um, If you are in college and you 
major like in social work, psychology, um, you're already qualified pretty much. And a lot of social workers and therapists do coaching as a side hustle. So that's, that's good right there. You know, like you said, they're all already qualified. That would be my main part of advice though, is to find a very good program um, that's going to teach you everything you need to know, or also find a mentor as well. There's nothing mm-hmm. like some good one-on-one knowledge. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, now what some people don't know about myself and some people do know, but uh, many, many years ago, about six years ago when I first, um, well, actually about seven years ago when I first got my siblings, I went to a credible, went through a credible program to become a um, life coach that specialized actually in sex education. Oh, good. And so, um, you know, I've had that certification for a while and I went that way because, you know, you go and you tell people, oh, I'm a, a sex coach. They're like, what? Like, you know, <laughs> thinking it's sex work, which, you know, I ain't, I ain't even gonna get into that. Ain't nothing wrong with it, but I ain't gonna get into that because it ain't the podcast for this. Mm-hmm. However, you know, I, I once actually getting into the work, I didn't have anyone, like I didn't have a podcast like we're doing now. So mm-hmm. really teach, like, tell me, hey, these are some resources to go through to help you on your journey. So for me, that was very short lived, mm-hmm. which I ended up doing something different. And, you know, I, I, I was blessed enough to be able to have that business venture when I had it, but it was also seasonal for me, yeah. but definitely I, as someone who has experience with a credible program, I 100% will say program all, yeah. the, all the way through simply because it sets you up. There are even some programs that towards the end of the program, they even give you advice or yeah. resources on how to start your business, mm-hmm. what ticks up, what not ticks up, you know, what the do's and the don'ts. So if you're doing it on your own, go for it. You know, YouTube University, that thing, use your lived experiences and do what you got to do, but make sure that if you are wanting to be, you know, kind of like have some, some real background um, outside of like lived experiences, I definitely, I definitely uh, say that the credible search. So you're spot on with that 100%. So listen, so we are in a season of, we're not out of a pandemic, right? We are still in a pandemic. Outside is open. However, you know, people are still getting COVID. So, (laughs) you know, we ain't, we ain't fully out, but I know that COVID had a huge impact on a lot of people's lives, right? Especially with isolation. Many of us have felt that. Now, there was a time, you know, during isolation that people had to think they grew, even some people declined. Like I know a lot of people that actually declined in their season of isolation because it was hard for them to be away from people. Um, Now, have you seen an increase in business post-COVID? And do you think that there's peak seasons for life coaching when it comes to like sales and clients? So for example, we know that a lot of like retail, their peak seasons are the holidays, um, especially like from October to, um, to January. And then you have like your random holidays, like Memorial Day or 4th of July, you know, things like that. So do you think that post-COVID, did you increase in business? And do you also think that there's a peak season for life coaching? Um, most definitely, um, I, there was a peak, first of all, that peak happened around New Year's Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there was an influx in business because like you said, COVID made many people come to a realization with themselves. They made them sit down and be like, ah, ah, you can't go nowhere. It's just you. Yeah. And some people were forced to confront, well, this is me. Like I have no one else to lean on. I can't just go outside and run away from my problems. So there was a decline in mental health. People didn't know how to cope with certain things. They're forced to actually be with their families. <laughs> and to some people, they would love to spend more time with their families. And some people yeah. can't wait to go to work because they can't wait to get away from their family. Okay. <laughs> so they're like forced to be in the house all day with them. Mm-hmm. Spouses are realizing they don't know each other no more. And they've just been yeah. cohabitating. You don't know nothing about your children. So mm-hmm. there was definitely an influx in business on that end because people don't know themselves because of the the all of the outside noise that we're used to dealing with. Get up, go to work, go to the grocery store, go to this party. Uh, you know, it was so routine for us. And that routine was interrupted. Mm-hmm. Um, the business, the peak season tend tends to go up for me at least around Christmas in the new year because people are starting to realize I want a family or I want to resolve this you know families start getting together towards the end of the year around okay. Thanksgiving Christmas mm-hmm. and they start realizing I'm getting older I don't have a family or I don't want to, I don't have a significant other or I realized I spent all this money this season. I don't know how to deal with my lack of finances or I I don't like my job anymore now that I have this long break off from, you know, so many things just tend to come up through the holiday season. So they start setting resolutions and goals for themselves. And that's where a lot of my clientele started coming in like, okay, it's a new year and I'm still at this place that I hate being at. How do I fix this? So I would say for coaching, that's when more of the uh, the peak season happened for me, actually. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's that's really good. Now, what um, advice would you give someone who is interested in being a life coach? I would tell them that they have to have a genuine passion for helping people. Mm-hmm. Also, if you can't cope, effectively cope, with your life stressors, coaching may not be the job for you Mm. because you take on a lot of people's stuff. Like people who you see on a regular basis, it may surprise you. People that you meet, you're literally taking them, you're taking their energy, you're transferring it basically pretty much. Mm -hmm. And you're putting yourself on hold. You gotta know how to be able to separate yourself and focus solely on your clients in that point in time. When they come to you, they're offering you a place of vulnerability. They're coming to you from a place of trust. They they may be coming to you as a safe safe space. I'm sorry. Um, You have to care about what you do. That's my biggest and most genuine piece of advice I can give. Because some people are like, oh, I've been through some stuff in life. I can... I can give advice to people and it's no, there's a science to it. You just can't be like, girl, he cheated on you. Go stab him. No, not good <laughs> advice. <laughs> no, it's not good advice at all. <laughs> exactly. We do not just because you got away with it. Doesn't mean she will too. Right. Right. But That's you have word. <laughs> exactly. And you know, coming from something like that, I can say, well, this is what I did back in the day, but the healed me, this is how right. I handle it now. Mm-hmm. And I got to be able to give that person that, some advice looking out for them 
you know, you're taking on all, I can't stress that enough, how much you take on someone else's issues and that sits with you. And sometimes you, as a coach, you have to do a dump yourself like, whoo, I got to detox and get everybody else's energy off of me. So that's the biggest thing. Aside from the knowledge, be passionate, actually want to do this and invest the, the time into it to help people because these are people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's, that's so good. That's so good. So I want to kind of come to a, a close with this question mm-hmm. um, because we have a lot of people who do listen to our podcast and it doesn't matter what industry that they're in. Sometimes they tune in, they listen because, you know, nuggets can come from any industry, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so as a life coach, what are three tools that you think every entrepreneur need for their mental health? For their three tools you need for your mental health is you got to know how to cope with stress. I know I've mentioned coping a couple of times, but that's like one of the most important things how to cope with stress. And um, just think about it in every aspect of your mental health, you're going to deal with, uh, well, in every aspect of your job, you're going to deal with some type of stress in some capacity, whether it's you with your business, me with my business, somebody who works at McDonald's, there's Mm -hmm. going to be a stressful situation. And Mm -hmm. we just can't always fly off the cuff or handle things a certain way. We got to know, okay, maybe I need five minutes to walk away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe I need to write this down. Or maybe I need to take five deep breaths and do a a five, four, three, two, one exercise, you know, something like that. You got to know what works for you and implement that on a regular. Mm -hmm. My second uh, tool that I would say is set set time aside just for you, especially being an entrepreneur. Like you said, that load is a a little bit heavier. It's like, I, I quit my job, but these light bills still going to come. I still have my family, you know, (laughs) exactly. So it's like, it's game time. I don't have time to play. And because we know how serious it is, it's not like clocking at eight o'clock clock out at five it's clock in at 6 30 clock out at 10 30 sometimes pull all-nighters mm-hmm. we get so caught up in that 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 we have to be successful that we forget to step back take a breath give myself a day block out time for me to be me to de-stress to you if we're always consistently on go Sometimes our, our thoughts don't run as fluidly as they should. We get overwhelmed. We stress out. We start snapping on people and we don't operate to our best uh, ability. My last piece of advice is to actually block out time in your day for certain tasks. If you're anything like me, I can completely admit it. I will be in the middle of going hard, working on something, typing, typing, typing. And I get a notification on my phone. Somebody text message me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they message me or something. I look at the message and next thing you know, I'm on Instagram. Girl, preach. <laughs> I've had to make myself, I literally, if I'm looking at my clock and I'm like, okay, I'm scrolling Instagram. Okay, Mickey, you have 10 more minutes to be on Instagram. And once it hits 110, it's time for you to get off. Mm-hmm. Or if you have to set an alarm. Blocking out, if you don't have that certain type of discipline, Make sure you do time blocks. I have to work on this project for an hour. I'm going to take an hour lunch break. I will 
go exercise for a certain amount of time, then I'll pick this back up. I'll give myself 20 minutes to just scroll on social media mindlessly, Mm -hmm. especially if you're a new entrepreneur. It's so easy to just be like, oh, I'm chilling. I'll get to it. You got to be disciplined in some area like that. Mm -hmm. Yep. There is a, uh, I'm glad you bring that up. So there's something that I actually use. It's called the Pomodoro timer. Mm -hmm. And it's set for like, uh, there's the 60, 20, 60. So it's like 60 minutes, you would do work and then you get a 20 minute break and then you do another 60 minutes. And so I set the time, like I'll set, if, especially if I got stuff to do, because child, look, I will sit up here and be in all kinds of, oh, I start working on one project, mm-hmm. then somebody can email me, then now I'm working on that project, but now I got to go back to the first one I was working on, but I'm three yeah. projects deep. <laughs> like, I will be all over the place. So I, I definitely have days where I need my clock, where okay. I'm like, let's, okay, we gonna, we going to sit this down start the climate start the timer and go on by my business because who you said a word you said a word (laughs) I feel you girl you said a word so listen this was all great information especially those three twos you know making sure we're able to cope with our own stress um you know having an outlet of some sort setting aside time for ourselves and making sure we black out time to complete tasks Mm -hmm. um those are three great tools um I definitely got some great nuggets from this conversation I hope that whoever is listening you guys got some awesome information as well especially if you're in the business of trying to be a life coach um make sure you guys are taking care of yourself so you can take care of other people Mm -hmm. Mickey I thank you thank you thank you so much listen go ahead and give the people your um handles your Instagram handles so if they want to reach out to you to book a a, you know a, a session um they'll be able to do so thank you so much mandy you can find me on instagram at bella locks in love b-e-l-l-a-l-o-c-s-a-n-d-l-o-v-e underscore and you can also visit my website if you want information about how to book um if you want a little backstory if you want to see what all i have to offer um you can go ahead to bella lifestyle brand.com that's b-e-l-l-a lifestyle brand.com um and what you see on both of those pages is what you get I know Mandy has definitely seen my growth um I know she mentioned earlier being Mm -hmm. a new entrepreneur and falling and learning and I appreciate Mandy so much for having me on and giving me this opportunity awesome yeah no girl no problem you definitely had to be on here (laughs) you was on my list girl thank (laughs) you And I thank you guys for tuning in to the Business Engineer Podcast. You guys already know I am Mandy J. You can follow me on Instagram at Mandy J underscore underscore. That's M-A-N-D-Y-J-A-Y underscore underscore. And you guys can visit um, my Twitter and Facebook. It's all the same handles. Thank you guys for tuning in and we will see you guys next week. Bye.